Hi, and welcome to the Take the Cake podcast. I'm your host, Kate Noel. I love honest health and wellness, and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Well, hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Take the Cake podcast. Today, we are snoozing, we're napping, we're sleeping. <laughs> um, today, I'm talking about sleep hygiene, which is essentially how to sleep better, how to optimize your environment, your mind, your body to have better sleep. I'm no sleep doctor. I'm no sleep expert, but I, I don't know, have experience with optimizing my sleep. I have an aura ring, which is a fitness tracker in a bougie ring form, and it tracks my sleep. I've had it for about, I don't know, I want to say like nine months or so, maybe more. And I've learned a lot about my habits um, in terms of like how well I sleep. The tracker, the Oura Ring, not sponsored at all, I wish, <laughs> but no, um, it's it tracks your sleep very in-depth. So I can see how long it takes me to fall asleep, how um, it gives you like a sleep score. So how long it takes me to fall asleep, the amount of REM sleep, rapid eye movement, uh, sleep, the amount of deep sleep I get. So it's very comprehensive. The amount of time I'm in bed versus how many hours I'm actually sleeping, how much I get up throughout the night when I'm awake. It's really cool. Not totally necessary. I think you can live your life just fine without it. Um, and so, yeah, anyways, I'm going to share with you some things that have helped me because I personally have had a pretty tough time falling asleep I don't have a problem staying asleep. Once I'm asleep, I can I can sleep for a while, but I have had issues falling asleep over the past, I would say, year or so. I've just had a lot of life stress, I'd say, and it really has reflected a lot in my sleep. Um, and I love sleeping. It like it is my one of my favorite pastimes. I really love sleeping. I love that deep sleep where you just wake up and you're in the same exact spot that you fell asleep and there's like drool on your pillow. Like that's me. Okay. That's my kind of sleep when I get it, when I, when I'm, when I'm really working on it and when I'm prioritizing it, that's the kind of sleep that I really love to get. So if you want to drool on your pillow, keep listening. (laughs) I have a, I have a short list of things that has helped, that have helped me um, optimize my sleep hygiene and sleep better. Um, I want to start off by saying if you are in recovery from an eating disorder or if you are, um, you know, have, if you've restricted your food at all, or if you have an adapted metabolism in any sort of capacity, your sleep is going to be affected immensely. And none of these things that I'm going to list off is ultimately going to be the big solution that you're looking for. When we can't sleep, yes, there are things we can do to make it better, but ultimately if we can't sleep, it's probably because we are under stress, either stress that we can feel and it's tangible and it's like a long work day or life stress or and or it's stress that is inside of the body from you know, maybe not eating enough or exercising too much or just restricting in some way our food. So um just want to mention and say that it's very important that we address the root issue of not sleeping. And if you're not sleeping, go see a doctor. 
Um, don't just listen to this podcast. Like if you're really not sleeping, this is more so for people who are just, who are sleeping. They're just looking to optimize their sleep hygiene. And, and again, this is from my own personal experience. I'm no expert. There are plenty of other podcasts and expert experts that know way more than me. So, um, all that to say though, if you are taking care of your stress, mitigating your stress, eating enough, working on, you know, all the things that you can do. Um, these are just like extra little things that you can do to help yourself out that have helped me out and you can experiment. So something I like to do that's been kind of a game changer for me is evening gratitude and reflection. I personally use the five minute journal. Um, it's really a great journal template, um, to start my day and end my day. The evening gratitude, um, it's really more so an evening reflection for the five minute journal. You do the gratitude in the morning. Um, but it's anything you can do to reflect is a really great way to round off your night. There's nothing better. Like, I mean, there's probably better things, but there, there's something special about recapping your day. Even if it's not a great day, it's important, I think, to kind of look back and find points in your day that feel, um, you know, productive in some way, productive for your mental health, productive for your um, energy, productive for your physical health, productive for your career, anything. Anything productive for your rest, rest is productive. So anything that can help you feel like you've um, had a day that was, you know, worthwhile. And so that's helped me a lot. And especially like in my down days, I feel like um, evening reflection is really helpful. And it's also really helpful just to mind dump. Um, You know, it's not always accessible to have a support person to talk to. And so much of my personal experience with mental health healing has been just externalizing my feelings and sometimes doing it on a piece of paper um is more than i need like more than enough and it's so helpful and sometimes it's not sometimes i write things down and i still feel like shit (laughs) but you know it's always helpful for me at least in some capacity to kind of write things out so evening gratitude evening reflection if you can take one thing away from this i feel like that's a really good way to release the mind chatter, right? Cause that's my thing is, is I can't sleep usually because my mind is racing. So if I could just get those thoughts down, then it's very helpful for me to think about something else. Okay. Kind of going along with that is evening meditation. So five minutes, I challenge you to five minutes. Evening meditation is super helpful. It's helpful as a preemptive or preventative way of, of like not getting good sleep. I personally like to do a little bit of deep breathing and I'll just listen to nothing or I'll listen to some binaural beats or some nice music. Every once in a while, I'll listen to a yoga nidra, which is sleep yoga. And um, it's extremely relaxing. A lot of times there's body scans involved and lots of other, um, embodied practices and you really cool things like melting into your bed and melting into the earth. And it's, it's very relaxing. I personally like to use insight timer. 
um, which is a free meditation app. There's a paid version. I actually have some meditations on Insight Timer if you're ever interested. And but I don't have any Yoga Nidra, but um, you can just search Yoga Nidra and there's tons and tons and tons of audio that you can listen to. So highly recommend um, Yoga Nidra and highly recommend evening meditation in some way, shape or form. And just to get your body relaxed, your brain kind of slowing down. I love it. Even if you can't commit to five minutes, even if you can take like three deep breaths, it's it's worthwhile. There's this certain certain type of breathing where you inhale for um, a one second less than you exhale. So you exhale for just a little bit more time than you inhale and it's very relaxing. So even doing like a few of those types of breaths could be really beneficial, I think. Another thing that has been helpful for me is to take an evening shower, an evening warm shower. This warming up our body actually increases melatonin production because our, it kind of mimics the natural response when, I, when we fall asleep. When we fall asleep, our body gets warmer. Um, that's like why you get kind of hot at night, I think. I'm not really sure, but I think that's why you get kind of hot at night. So if you take a, um, whenever I take a warm shower, not only does it feel so good to get into bed clean, like that feels so nice to me, but also it's nice because it warms up your body and mimics that uh, natural sleep response. So you'll have increase in natural melatonin when you go to bed. So I love it. Also, side note, <laughs> this is very niche and specific for my people who have body image issues. Taking evening showers can be a really, really great way to observe and care for your body in a non-judgmental way after you've eaten all your meals and snacks. Maybe you feel like you look a little bloated. Um, maybe you feel like, you know, not... There's a difference. There's a difference between the way you look in the morning and the way you look at night, right? No matter what, there always is. So it's a really great opportunity for you to expose yourself to you and, and do a self-care practice when you aren't... Um, maybe not feeling your most comfortable. This is this is just a little specific point here. But something I used to do while I was in recovery was take evening showers with an effort to be with myself and relax myself. Okay. Another thing I've been loving is my PEMF mat, pulsed electromagnetic frequency mat. I have one from higher dose and it's awesome. It it's really, really beautiful technology. It's quite expensive. It's not super accessible, to be honest. Um, it's got like crystals and it's got obviously pulsed electromagnetic frequency. Um, I read online that the one that I have emits energy in waves similar to that where you would be in like a forest. It's really, really cool. Obviously, it's not accessible for everyone, but the coolest thing about the mat. This kind of goes with the shower thing, but the coolest thing about the mat, I think, is that it, it warms up. It, it gets hot. It gets warm. And just laying on a warm mat is really nice. So um, that's something that you could do with like a heating pad. Um, so if you have a heating pad, you could kind of put it on your back or put it on your belly or even like a hot water bottle or something as long as it's not too hot. I don't want you to burn yourself. But that's something that I've been really liking is is laying or sitting on my pimp mat and, you know, getting some, I'll oftentimes do my meditation and my journaling on my pimp mat, actually. Again, you could also just use like a hot 
surface, <laughs> heating pad. Okay, my next point, um, hygiene, sleep hygiene. This is more so, I think, like, this is what not to do, but don't drink caffeine after noon, okay? Stop caffeine before noon. Um, so I, I feel like this is obvious. This is common knowledge. Hopefully, um, you just need someone to remind you if you're finding yourself doing a lot of caffeine after noon. Sometimes people say stop drinking caffeine after 3 p.m., but I feel like my body stays up if I have caffeine after three. So I personally try my best. I don't, I'm, it's not like the end of the world if I do it, but I try and stop caffeine before noon if possible. Another sleep hygiene thing tip <laughs> is to work on your environment. So, um, I personally always need to have somewhat of a clean space to sleep better. Another thing you can do is make sure your um, room is dark enough. If you have the ability to monitor or manage your temperature with a thermostat, you can make sure your temperature is at, I think it's like 60. What is the optimal sleeping temperature? I don't personally, I live in Los Angeles. I don't have central AC, um, but I do keep my ceiling fan on and I do sometimes keep an actual fan on. Um, it helps me, especially in the warmer months, but, um, keep your room cool. Um, again, keeping my bed sheets really clean. I like to wash my bed sheets once a week and that on, not only helps my sleep, but it helps my skin. <laughs> it helps me feel good. Um, and another thing I've introduced into my sleep hygiene, or I guess just like life in general, that's been really cool is an air purifier. Um, yeah, it's just makes the air clean and I also like the way it sounds because it's it kind of mimics that fan sound that I really like. So air purifier has been awesome. Um, I really have been enjoying it. Again, making sure the room is dark, you can get the blackout curtains or you could get a sleep mask, earplugs, anything that you need to do to help you sleep. I personally also have recently gotten a memory foam pillow pillows for my bed and it's been really cool they're kind of cooling it's been cool they're cooling um it has been cool and cooling <laughs> okay um and yeah so just anything you can do for your environment has been helpful i've really been wanting to try the hatch alarms because i also really like to do sleep sounds but you can also just do them on your phone i have these like yellow more yellow dull um, colored, not dull colored, they're dull, they're yellow, uh, light bulbs for my room so that I'm not, I don't have that led bright blue light, um, making sure that I'm not exposing myself to blue light in the afternoon. Um, like when the sun goes down, especially has been really helpful. And a lot of times like modern light bulbs, classic light bulbs, they will emit a lot of blue light. Also another thing wearing blue blocker glasses. If you're watching TV, I honestly can't even recommend this like fully because I don't do it. <laughs> I don't wear blue blockers, to be honest. Um, I have in the past and it's been helpful when I remember, but I never remember. But if you can wear blue blockers, then get some. That's definitely helpful. But for me, the light bulbs really help. Um, they're just soft yellow-ish light bulbs. Okay, we're getting through my list. The next point I have is to have a bedtime snack. 
Okay, this is really important because I think I don't think a lot of people make this connection. But if you're hungry, you're not going to sleep well. Okay, you're not going to be able to fall asleep as, fa- as fast as you want to fall asleep. And you're going to wake up in the middle of the night, depending on how hungry you are. Or you're going to wake up early because you're hungry for breakfast. Now, I know this is contradictory because some people say to go to bed, you know, not full. And I don't think it's necessary to go to bed stuffed. It's fine if you do. Okay. I don't think it's necessary to go to bed stuffed. Um, but I cannot sleep if I'm hungry. I cannot sleep if I'm even a little bit hungry. So if I'm thinking about food, I'm going to eat. And I typically always have some sort of bedtime snack. I really like to have a little yogurt. I always have chocolate. Um, and just anything, fruit, nuts, anything I'm feeling, um, bananas, stuff like that. So I'll have something before bed. It always helps me sleep and it also just tops off my day. You know, it's something I look forward to. I usually will have some tea as well. But I don't have too much tea because I don't want to fill up my bladder. <laughs> TMI, as per usual, me. <laughs> um, okay, so a couple more things. Um, something that's been helping me is to read instead of scrolling. I'm not going to lie. I just got Breath of the Wild 2. What's the name name of the game? I can't remember. The new Zelda uh, game on Switch. And I'm going to be doing that instead of reading. Okay. But before that, <laughs> I was reading before bed instead of scrolling on TikTok and Instagram. And that was extremely helpful for me to fall asleep. Sometimes I would read like two pages and I would just knock out. But just finding some sort of like nice mindful hobby before bed, um, trying to avoid the screens. Again, not going to lie. I'm not really doing that these days. But as soon as the game's over, I'll get back to reading and also puzzling. I love doing puzzles. That's another one that um, I find very relaxing and can kind of help me fall asleep. Okay, the last tip I have for sleep hygiene is to take a walk um, during sunset, if you can, that is so helpful. You get the red light, um, the red light benefits from the sunset infrared light. And not only is it beautiful, but it's great for your, um, it's great for your hormones. It's great to, again, signal melatonin production and tell your body it's time for bed. Another thing I've been doing for a long time now has been, red light like lights on my skin so i have a red light mask i just do it every single night for 10 minutes i really have enjoyed the red light mask it's helpful for skin and it's also great again it kind of helps me turn on time for bed signals kind of like i wear contact lenses like every time i take out my contacts i feel like it's like my it's almost like a little switch on my body that's like time for bed (laughs) Now, those are all my tips for sleep hygiene. I wanted to quickly talk about reframing nights where you can't sleep because this used to be a big struggle for me. When I couldn't sleep, I would be like a crybaby about it. I mean, I would be so upset every 10 minutes, every hour, every two hours that passed by, I'd be like, I'm pissed. I'm going to have a terrible day tomorrow. I can't sleep. Life sucks, which is totally valid. Okay. But I started to be grateful that I was just resting. I was just laying my body in my bed. I had a bed and I was just not moving or I was just thinking. And of course, I want you to be able to fall asleep and I want to be able to fall asleep. 
But if you can't sleep, I don't think it's beneficial. At least it's not for me to like ruminate on it and, and think about it over and over again. Instead, I was, I try my best to be grateful that I'm just resting and, and see that as a positive. And that's really helped me a lot. Gratitude for rest, gratitude for any any rest that we can get is really nice. And just like laying our bodies down is very rejuvenating, even if we're not fully sleeping. Um, another thing that has helped me when I can't sleep is to leave my bed. Maybe you've heard of this tip from experts, but actually getting out of your bed and going to a space, like a delegated space where you can do something else for five, 10, 15 minutes, and then trying to go back to bed is helpful. So for me, that's like going and doing a puzzle or doing some artwork or going and sitting on the couch and meditating for like five, 10 minutes and then trying to go back to bed, which might sound weird, but actually getting out of your bed can be helpful in kind of re switching on when you get back into bed to actually allow your body to fall asleep. And it kind of signals that. Okay. So those are my sleep hygiene tips. I I'm sure there's plenty more, but these are kind of things that I've done or am doing that have helped me to optimize my sleep and feel well rested. Um, I didn't sleep that great last night, which is kind of ironic um, that I'm making this podcast, but all that to say, it's not like I sleep perfectly. I think the reason I didn't sleep the best is because I started my period. So I didn't feel amazing um, physically. And anyways, I'm glad I started it, but all that to say, it can affect, your hormones can definitely affect how you sleep. Um, I always have crazy dreams when I'm on my period um, and it kind of is a little bit disruptive, but I love my period. I'm grateful that I have it in it. So anyways, um, so those are all of my tips. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you like this one, I'd love it if you could share it with a friend, share it with a friend or a family member who can't sleep and, or just somebody that you might, um, that might like this. It means a lot to me. I also really appreciate ratings and reviews if you feel so called. So thank you so much. Take the cake listeners. I really, really love you all. And I will see you on the next episode of take the cake. Bye.